Hey, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to our newest episode, which I did kind of, you know, tease on Twitter. And <clears throat> you can follow me on Twitter, by the way. We post, uh, basically, we're actually, you know, trying to figure out what to do there <laughs> to make it more interesting to you guys. But we, we're holding polls there. We are, uh, <clears throat> we're going to post the latest news in gaming and such. If it's not the, like, you know, something that I can talk about, I'll just post it, articles, whatever. And we're going to make it interactive. So I would love to see you guys over there as well. And now let's talk about Dragon Ball Fighters versus Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. Which one is the better game for you? Now, a little uh, disclaimer about the video. First of all, I'm not condoning <clears throat> any of these to say that you know, this one is much better than that one. No. I'm not trying to find which one is better. I'm just trying to figure out for you, as someone who might want to actually buy these games, as to what criterion you should look for and... Well, which one is basically right for you? What are you looking for? And are you actually correct in assuming that's what you get or not? Well, here we go. The criterion that I'm using, just to you know, give you an idea as to how much I actually know these games. Uh, my character in Dragon Ball Xenoverse is now level 99. I have completed over 70% of parallel quests. Today I'm going to finish all the original 100. And... Uh, I've done all the expert missions, all the extra other stuff, uh, few missions, whatever. So I have done my homework on Xenoverse in a long, you know, for a long time. Now, when it comes to Dragon Ball Fighters, I actually bought that one first before I had Xenoverse. So Dragon Ball Fighters, I spent a hell of a long time on that game. I love that game, and. Believe me, every time a DLC came out, I spent an extra week just playing with that DLC character. Now, let's talk about the differences. In a nutshell, if I were to basically just, you know, compare them in a very easy way or layman's term kind of way, let's just say that Dragon Ball Fighters is a clear love letter to the anime itself. When you play Dragon Ball Fighters, you don't feel like you're playing any normal fighting game you feel like you're actually playing the anime itself the visuals the gameplay the attacks everything is so beautifully done in a very nice way that it feels like you're actually watching the anime or just participating in the anime itself now i know those of you who uh basically want to buy these two games probably will not be looking too far into the story, like saying that the story is the main reason I'm buying it. I don't think anyone does. But as for the story, I might say that the story is full of fan service, and while it, may, it might not definitely be perfect, it's serviceable. It's good. It's not that good. But still, it's not bad. It might get confusing for those of you who are not original fans or you know, basically just, you know, started with Dragon Ball Super, because there's so many references to Dragon Ball Z here that it might definitely confuse you to the point that you're like, what are they even talking about? Now, like I said, gameplay should be your main focus, because as far as the story goes for each, you know, each of these games, they're not gonna, you know, let you stick around for long. Gameplay is what matters most. Dragon Ball Fighters has an exciting gameplay. 
it's very fast paced it's very well made and it's just like watching the anime itself the attacks the animation transformations the interactions with each other the characters that you know the interaction between the characters everything is so impressive it's very well done it's like you know they just loved every second working on this game as for those of you who are fighting fans and don't know what to expect going into this i will tell you this this is not like tekken tekken is a much different fighting game tekken is more like knowing combos and just repeating them one after the other it doesn't really rely much on blocking or sidestepping it is a 3d fighting but Still, to this day, I have not seen anyone utilize sidestepping that much. I have seen many people cheese through the fights by cheating, like spamming lasers or whatever. But at the same time, most of the fights comes down to who knows much more combos. Who knows the 10-hit combo? As for Street Fighter, I would say that you know, that's a much more professional fighting game, much more difficult. And even the combos are difficult to learn. And you you have to analyze every character that you play with to know what goes with what then you have something like injustice 2 which again it's a different game altogether which utilizes a lot of things not just only the combos but the gadgets but the armor things that you put on yourself the blocking and guarding that you will definitely use so as you can see the fighting games are very different but dragon ball fighters is very very close to Marvel versus Capcom. Not the Infinity one. That one sucks. Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3. In many ways, it's just like that. Not only is it a free-on-free fighting game, but also the bars, the attacks, ultimates, tag thingies, almost very close. And I don't think of this as a disadvantage. It's actually a big advantage. It's like complimenting Capcom on their beautiful game. So yeah, in that regard, if you have played that game, it's just like that. Is it difficult to learn? No. Unlike Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom, Dragon Ball Fighters is very easy to pick up, easy to learn. In fact, the game actually gives you the choice to do auto combos, where you just, you know, press square or triangle multiple times, so it goes into an auto combo. This just means that you, you will enjoy the game regardless. But if you learn combos yourself and some more attacks, it'll become much more satisfying. And the way the game is played, it doesn't rely just on combos. In fact, doing other combos will not do you any good if you're going to play online. People know how to counter them, and they also know which characters are best. The good thing about Dragon Ball Fighters is that each of them have a style of their own. It's very unique, to be honest. And it gets better and better the more you play and the more you understand what these guys are all about, and which one suits you. For example, for me, whenever I pick Gohan and Bardock, I'm good to go. The third one, I would definitely pick someone like Vegeta or Vegito, but no one like Broly. I love Broly, I think he has a lot of damage. But the problem is, the dude is not fast. Well, Gohan, if you get him to level 7, he's unstoppable. Also Bardock, Bardock is very... Very aggressive. He kicks ass. I also like Goku in his normal Kaioken style, the beginning of DBZ. 
So as you can see, the game is very versatile. It has a lot of things to offer you. It has a lot of challenges. And if you're a fighting game uh, aficionado, you would definitely know that one of the best ways to spend time in a fighting game is just you know, putting the game on and just you know launch a battle against PC, against sorry, against the CPU or the computer, whatever you want to call it. And just fight them until you're tired as hell. And you're like, yes, I beat this guy. And of course, there's online as well. That's too. But the online, I would say that it's not the best part of Dragon Ball Fighters. There's a lot of problems with the online, the way it's been implemented. But still, it's fun as hell if you can actually get it to work. I don't know why I still have problems with it. Might be my regen. But many people still do it and they have no problem. So... Good for them. I'm jealous. Now let's talk about Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. Both of these games are Dragon Ball, but they're very different. They couldn't be more different. Now, when you talk about Dragon Ball Fighters, like I said, it's like watching the anime or being in the anime itself. However, Xenoverse 2 puts you right in middle of the Dragon Ball world. Whereas with Dragon Ball Fighters, you just feel like watching the anime. In Dragon Ball Xenoverse, you're part of that world. Not just the anime, but the world. Aside from, of course, one of them being 2D fighter and the other one being a 3D, complete 3D experience. Well, there's a, there's a lot more difference here as well. With Xenoverse 2, you have a character that you actually keep growing with and you keep getting stronger. To the point that whenever you unlock something new, it feels really good. You feel like you actually have done something right. You're always like, wow, I have unlocked, for example, Super Saiyan, you know, Super Vegeta form. And that's so cool. And it is because you worked hard for it. And you got there yourself. That's what's cool about it. And the thing about Xenoverse is that the fighting in this game is much more different than Dragon Ball Fighters. Both of them are very fast. Both of them are very, um, you know, easy to pick, difficult to master kind of thing. <clears throat> but Xenoverse has a huge difference. Aside from, of course, that being 3D and you having a whole world to yourself fighting them, it feels like you're actually in that world. Like I said, that's the difference. If you want a fast fighter where you just can, you know, watch the anime style game and be like, wow, this is just like the anime Oh, dramatic finish. Oh, that was part of my childhood. With Xenoverse, you're like, I am experiencing all of it, but in a different context. Not only are you experiencing everything, and with so many alternate timeline thingies, but at the same time, you're like, I am now part of this whole thing. Maybe it doesn't look like the anime that much, but it's still part of that world. Dragon Ball Fighters has a very fast, very different gameplay than this one. So just to break it down to a T for you guys in gameplay before I get too deep into Xenoverse 2. Because if you stick around after that, that means you're interested in Xenoverse. If not, you will already go with Dragon Ball Fighters. But break it to a T. If you enjoy the anime, if you want to watch anime, you know, and be part of it, you know, watching it and experiencing that fast fight and recreate whatever you want or create new things using these characters to the point that, you know, you're like, wow, this is a new thing in the anime that never happened, but I'm doing it. Go for Dragon Ball Fighters. But 
if you want to actually be a part of that world to the point that you get to interact with almost every character in Dragon Ball and you get to train with them, you get to get stronger and of course you don't mind that it doesn't look that much like the anime but at least it does well and you know you love having your own character to work with go with Xenoverse that's the major difference now let's continue with Xenoverse if you're hearing this still if you're here with us this means that you are interested in Xenoverse now Xenoverse like I said has a huge difference being that you create your own character or whatever um, Xenoverse puts you into a much different world than even an action RPG game. Because it's not an RPG, this is not an action RPG. It feels more like MMORPG to me. Now, why do I say that? That's a big thing to say. But I actually believe it. They may never advertise it as MMO, because it obviously isn't. But it has so many elements from it. Raids, that is from MMO. That's not from an RPG game at all. While the raids, I might say that they're not that many and they're not that different. You just have like, you know, you know, a fight, six people, one of them, bad guy, five of you trying to beat his ass. That's cool and all, but, you know, it's not like exactly full raid, but still very satisfying. And one of the things that the game does really, really well is get all those elements from MMOs like um, World of Warcraft. And utilize them. One of the things that I still to this day think that World of Warcraft is missing is the fact that World of Warcraft is not exactly what it was many, many years ago. Where you had to actually think hard before moving on to a raid with a boss and you would know that, okay, before we go, does any of the healers have this kind of potion or this ability? If they didn't, you would know that you would definitely lose and you would get wiped. Nowadays, it's just like, before we move in, you guys cool with this? Are you alright? Cooldowns, everything okay? Potions, no problem. We just go in and kick his ass. Okay, let's go. And it's no more challenging. I haven't actually played the new expansion because I was so fed up with the last one that I didn't want to bother with this new one. Even though I was really excited for the story. But Dragon Ball Xenoverse brings that out for you. There are many things that surprised me. In one of the expert missions, there are many bosses that act like they have Ultra Instinct. These dudes cannot be hit with a physical attack at all. You have to use your key power. You have to use like uh, your basically energy blasts, supers, ultimates, whatever you want. But hit them with those, not with physicals. And this gets much more complicated. Why? Because you cannot use your healing abilities. However, there is an ultimate that has that healing ability and characters that can actually do that. This is where it gets very interesting and becomes very much like an MMO. Where basically someone has the job to heal people so that even if they fall, they just get up. Sometimes you have to act like a tank. Like me, last night. So I went into a raid, everyone was below my level. I was 99, they were less than that. They were just like Super Saiyan 3 or something. And as soon as I went Super Saiyan Blue, this dude, the boss, just grabbed me and basically pulled a Hulk on me. Like, he just slammed me into the ground left and right and then threw me. And I was like, what the hell? But that helped. You know why? Because I was a tank here. Not only did I have much more health than the others, but to be honest, I took a lot of damage each time that guy did the Hulk thing. But at the same time, it opened a opportunity, window of opportunity for people to actually hit him with all they had. And we won. I actually got knocked out three times because of this dude. 
He was way too OP. <laughs> he kicked my ass so hard. But still, the thing is, it's enjoyable. The game promotes these online stuff. It just wants you to play it single player until you're ready. And then it wants you to move into the online stuff. Now, one of the things that I will say Xenoverse has that Dragon Ball Fighters definitely doesn't is its huge roster of characters. And I'm talking about basically all the, those companions such as, you know, Goku Ultra Instinct, Goku with so many variations, Vegeta and his variations, Super Saiyan 4 and Blue, everything. You cannot, you cannot open this game and say, I didn't find the character I want. And especially if you're playing on PC. If you're playing on PC, you have modifications, you have fusion, you have many, many other characters that are definitely not available on the consoles. And to this day, I'm like, somebody should have told me. <laughs> so, you have much more options here. However, with Dragon Ball Fighters, you get, also you get many characters. I mean, the roster is huge. Maybe not as huge as some games like Tekken Tag Tournament 2, which basically included every single character from Tekken history. Like, what the hell? Or Jump Force. I'm willing to bet Jump Force will have one of the biggest rosters in a fighting game ever. But still, the fact is that without having that much of a big roster, at least every character has been worked on really well. While I admit there's so many Goku variations that you just want to kill yourself. But, well, Xenoverse has them too. The problem, however, is those are actually part of the story. You can unlock them. The other one, well, you have to pay. That's what sucks. <laughs> now, again, if I want to you know, just tell you again which one is the best game for you. Think about it this way. One of them is RPG. The other one is a fighting game. Gameplay-wise... With Xenoverse, you will definitely spend a lot of time playing it, whether you are playing with your friends or not. You will still spend a lot of time. You will want to play every race, unlock their powers, such as Frieza race, Majin race, every one of them. You would love to do that. With Dragon Ball Fighters, you're investing your time in a fighting game. You're playing an essentially fighting game that offers you... A lot of things, but maybe not as much as Xenoverse. So this comes down basically to preference. Which one do you want to spend time with? Do you want to spend time in the anime world of Dragon Ball itself? To play and witness all of those moves and just tell yourself, Holy crap, this graphic is amazing. How did they do this? Or do you want to play Xenoverse 2 and be like, Holy crap, I'm actually part of this huge world. I'm a character that maybe is stronger than Goku. Then I beat Goku's Ultra Instinct's ass. Like, after three fights. It was real difficult. Yeah. Go figure. Very difficult. And besides, Xenoverse, like I said, it acts way more like an MMORPG. Something like Destiny. Remember Destiny? It's very much like Destiny in many ways. It's not as big as Destiny, obviously, but like I say, it takes a lot of inspiration from all these things, and it makes its own advantage. Probably one of the biggest disadvantages this game has is the Hero Coliseum. I hate that mode. I'm not saying that it's bad, but I don't think that many people will like it anyway. But still, Xenoverse is huge. It has so much to offer you. 
Dragon Ball Fighters also has that as well. But again, not only does it come down to preference, but which one do you want to spend more time on? As for how they, how much they cost, I think Xenoverse 2 still is uh, 20 bucks on PlayStation Network until 16th of January. As for Dragon Ball Fighters, however, I'm actually not sure how much it's being, it's being sold for. I'm pretty sure it's also at a discount because it would make sense. Why the hell would you not put it at a discount? And, you know, basically, you know, I don't think it's going to get to $20 like Xenoverse, but maybe 40 bucks. And still, it's a bargain. It's a great game. Buy it with the season pass. You'll have fun. So there we go. Biggest differences between these two games. As to which one I prefer, I love both of them. I will not choose one over the other because, like I said, they're very different games and they're both Dragon Ball. They both satisfy me. One of them gives me the ability to create a character who can actually go Super Saiyan, golden form, and be a part of that huge world and experience everything. The other one gives me the chance to play as Goku against, basically, uh, any other character that I want that Goku has never fought. And it's just so cool, like, you know, pairing Super Saiyan Blue guys against the Super Saiyan forms, and since the game updated, you know, it gives you the option to, you know, make one 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 fight, two-on-two, or three-on-three, that's actually cool. <laughs> it actually helps to make these more scenarios come to life. So I clearly don't have a favorite among these two, to be honest. I don't want to have a favorite because both of them satisfy me. But for those of you who are thinking which one to go for, well, there you have it. This is a comparison. Both of them offer you many, many things, but it comes down to you and what you like. RPGs or just plain fighting. But let's say that both of them are pretty good. You can't go wrong with either of them. You will still spend a lot of time playing through all of them. So that's it. That's the biggest difference between the both of them and which one you will buy. Now, of course, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I will be holding a poll later on tonight after the episode airs. Because I want to see how many of you enjoyed the episode. And, you know, basically, which one do you think is the better one? Or which one do you like more? It doesn't mean that you know you hate the other one or you should hate it. You just you know like this one more. So thank you for joining us and I hope to see you guys on Twitter as well. See you guys very soon.